<laughs> so anyway, uh, as soon as group is over, I'll try to get Josh again. And Um, it just occurred to me. Uh, there's an extra car at the house that I can use. If it can't be done, then my, my Toyota can be used to go to the airport. That's very kind of you. I like that. It's just how I It's just how you like leave a lot of stuff around there we are, but a very kind person. So anyway, there's your alternative if it doesn't work. You just want to be up early enough to know that it would be a shred of the, yeah. Yeah. What is it? What do we say? Aren't you glad it was difficult? Driving over Highway 17. Oh, mm -hmm. down across 17. Oh, oh my God. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. I was hearing reports of that. Yeah. You know, we, when we looked for the, we were looking for this property, we looked down in that direction, and I said, no. Now <laughs> <laughs> place on the other side uh, across Highway 17. No, that is really not a good idea. <laughs> something and then you know that that 
um, just habitual, oh no, you know, big trouble now. I should have never said anything. You know, that is just how it keeps me from saying anything mm-hmm. all the time. It's just like, well, <laughs> it's just easier not to say anything. It's not, of course. That's that trap that people fall into of thinking that this has karma, but that doesn't. So there'll be a karma if I say something, and there won't be any karma if I don't. Well, actually, it's such an illusion. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's the quick fix sort of thing. And, um, well, and it's not to to really completely, but the only quick fix is. Giving the voices in the in the head yeah. what they want. That that's the only thing. I mean, there's no, nothing else happens as a result of that. Right. And that yeah, it's that illusion that that is some kind of fix, mm-hmm. which it's not. No, no, it's just a setup. It's right. Like, yeah. When it all goes downhill yeah. soon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I had this image come in uh, to my mind. Uh, uh, going into the uh, communicating something that was like going into a huddle with the team and like we're huddling and whatever is communicated is just brought to the huddle in order to make the choose the best play the best play for freedom mm-hmm. you know and oh, it's just a, it was a, a really helpful image to come in and, and um so, I'm choosing to be in the huddle mm-hmm. with a team mm-hmm. rather than... Yeah, and, and then it's everybody's responsibility to take responsibility for what goes on with them. Mm-hmm. So, if I get a piece of information, and oh, okay, well, that's, that's for me to deal with. But it's not for me to wish nobody ever said anything so I wouldn't have that reaction. Mm-hmm. Usually we do, but it doesn't work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And seeing, I mean, along those lines, just seeing if I'm having that reaction, it's good. Yes, it's a good thing. It's a good thing. Like, yeah, I want to run toward those reactions. Yes. And see everything about it and not be hiding out from. Yes, not having those reactions. Yes. So in the email class, I've started, uh, of course, uh, we're getting close here. And, uh, and so what I see myself uh, responding to people with, not everybody, but regularly. So what we're not doing is having ego figure out for us how not to be bothered by anything. Mm-hmm. And then I'll just hang out there, yeah, and not be bothered by anything. Mm-hmm. I'll just find my little cave, mm-hmm. and um, I don't want to direct the attention, and so I'll just direct the attention and be fine. Mm-hmm. And what a uh, what a dangerous place that is in practice, because we we do want to get to the place of, of feeling good, of enjoying ourselves, yeah. and enjoying life. But to let ego then slide in and turn that into a way not to be bothered by anything, not to have to confront anything unpleasant, mm-hmm. that's just going to take us this giant step back to where we started. Mm. 
and then this is just reminding it. I was at a friend's house and she has a card. She's had it on her on her fireplace forever. And it's it's what is it? It's a, a, a smiling cat sitting on top of a rainbow with all these jagged things down below. But the cat and it says Zen cat rides through the uh, you know the bumps of light or something like that. And I looked at that and I went, wow, that is exactly not what Zen is. Mm-hmm. You know, it is not looking for that place of comfort. Right. It is like going going into it. You Turn know, those tiny places into a rainbow. Sitting right down in those jaggy places. And smiling. Smiling, mm-hmm. exactly. Finding that place to, of serenity mm-hmm. in the middle of the jaggy places. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it was... I thought, did you? I did. I was to find it out, or you? I thought, did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but it wasn't. It was that Well, it wasn't that. It was something. I didn't. I. I didn't walk over and say, hey, you know. Um, <laughs> I, I wasn't. No, I wasn't. That, and it was, we were having a conversation about something. I don't know. And I said, yeah, that's one of the misconceptions often about Zen is that you know we try to get some place where we're just not. But I didn't say anything about a card. No, you know, just kind of a, just kind of a, you know, Yeah. So I did say something, but not so directly. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, mm-hmm. what can we do? Look, it's, it's certainly a popular misconception, which I I think was interesting. I looked at that card. For years? Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Probably for 30 years. And I never saw it until this time. Like, uh-huh. oh my god. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, well, maybe it was just there for you. I, I, think, it was. <laughs> I think it was. It was just, yeah, it was just waiting for me to wait <laughs> on. catch on. Like, oh gosh, this is the teaching. Here's the quote. Yeah. There's two really, really big practice principles or points. 
One was that, um, I think it was in the Jeff conversation where, you know, we think that if I'm going to be around them, no, I need to take care of me, so I'm going to go off. It's going to just flip to the other side of the, of the duality. Mm-hmm. Like, this is taking care of me. Mm-hmm. Which is sort of that place, I guess, that you're pointing at, is I don't want to be bothered. Mm-hmm. I don't, I need to arrange things in such a way that what they're doing, I'm not going to condemn them anymore because I'm so evolved from that. That's right. But now I've got to arrange my life to where I'm okay and mm-hmm. I don't have to encounter that or whatever that gets to be mm-hmm. in that. Mm-hmm. And, and so that's a, that's a beautiful busting of a bamboozle there. And then the second one was and this is the one that I've just been having a ball with, is um, just choosing the process you want to be in and be in it. It's like I've heard, you know, three years ago, I think it was, when you said the I choose unconditional love. And it's like I'm hearing it in a way that I can actually do it now. Mm-hmm. That, oh, that's not exactly. Well, it's kind of a bit, but it's like the I choose unconditional love as a but as a process that we can choose in every single moment. Yeah. yeah. That's what was what I got so wound up about. I mean, I can barely stand it for my mistake alone. <laughs> like, okay, yeah, good. How are you? Good. Okay, all right, great. Love you, Michael. Uh-huh. What I want to talk about is, uh-huh. uh, because the way Tracy laid that out, uh, with the choice of, I'm, I'm with them, uh, I'm with God, I'm with them, and okay, I can do sport, and they want to do their stupid whatever it is, <laughs> um, but I really need to, you know, I want to be with me and do what I want to do. And what she presented so clearly was, it, those are not the two choices. Yeah. Yeah. That, that has nothing to, that, that's just ping pong table, right? Mm-hmm. The, it, just, how do you want to be? Yeah. So you, you want to enjoy? Focus on that. Doesn't matter what they're doing, doesn't matter what you're doing, doesn't matter, just focus on enjoy. Yes. It was, oh, it's it was so good. Yeah. It was. Yeah, and just, and just see it. I just I gotta go listen to that when I post it again because it was so powerful. And I remembered because this isn't the first time you said those things, right? Although to be fair, uh-huh. I'm not sure I've ever said it so clearly. Well, because yeah. I'm not sure that there was ever such an immediate example of it. Mm-hmm. You know, I wasn't just talking about it as a hypothetical. Yeah. You know, she had laid out the I'm there with my family, I'm tired, I don't want to, have, what do I? And she didn't say, so I'm just going to go to bed early and take care of myself. But yeah. She just laid it out so perfectly. So, okay, what do I, how do I want to be? I want to enjoy. All right, that's what, I'm, that's what attention is going to be on. Yeah. Yes, and I remembered after that call, after, after that conversation, what popped into my head was a time years ago, and I think it was right after what you practice is what you have came out. Where I was driving to this party, this get together um, in Austin, and and I was listening to a, a, a I don't know tape or whatever we listened to back then, and. Um, 
to this party. How do I want to be? What do I want to experience? I want to experience fun. So I'm going to go be fun at this party. And I had such a great time just being fun. You know? Because that's what I wanted to have. Mm-hmm. And, and so it was, it's really um, a, just a, kind of a, another something for with that practice of being, you know, being what you want to mm-hmm. practice with whatever. That's true. We've probably been talking about this for, it's like the, when I was, when we talked, somebody said, but how long have you been doing this recording and listening thing? And I think somebody pointed out it was 11 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we started last week. <laughs> it feels so new. Yeah, it's a good thing about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's the true thing about that, right? It always feels so new. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so I'm really pumped to go to be around a bunch of family and practice that, what Tracy laid out. Because, you know, I can have some opinions about things. I know it might be a surprise to you, but um, but it but it, it and so what if I just don't follow all that? Yes. What if I don't give it any attention at all? And I'm I'm saying right now, here and now, I've had a lot of recordings that what I'm going to, to do this week is I'm going to go into practice being in love there, and it doesn't matter. With them or where and what? Mm-hmm. That's that's the that's the focus. Mm-hmm. So. Looking for love in all the right places. <laughs> and you're going to the state where that that came out of. <laughs> 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 where you want to say God help you for something? Yeah, I don't know. I know. Um, I was really looking at that conversation too because it, it also really, really struck me that distinction. You know, it's that place that um, that I actually, as I was recording about it later, I was like, you know, I think that's really a very common misconception in spiritual circles. You know, that speak my truth and, you know, <laughs> and, the, and that thing of like, you know, I realize I always put everyone else first. And it's like, are you sure? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's a dead giveaway, you know. <laughs> and I'm harder on everyone else than I am on myself. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> and just that place of like, you know, it's time to put me first. Um, and you get it, right? Anyway, um, so I just feel like you, yeah, you articulated so perfectly. Uh, the attention is not on you, and it's not on me. Because that's the same thing. Yeah. That's just ego Changing into the pickpock table. Yeah. And it literally is because that as I was recording about this thing, you know, so obvious that I you know, I'm I you know, I'm a whatever the kind of unhelpful person and I'm a you know, caring person, all this, so I have my attention on you and blah blah blah. And actually I have my attention on the conversation all my hand. Yeah. <laughs> Which is the same thing as when I have the conversation. I mean, have the attention on me. I have the conversation. I have the attention on the conversation. Yeah, that's the whole thing. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just calling me you for. Exactly. You're right. I mean, it sounds crazy, but it's like, yeah, that place where we talk about with projection. Everyone is a, or you know, aspects of the personality. Everyone in your life is an aspect of your personality. It's like, what? Yeah. But that's, yeah, yeah. Um. 
So I've been having a really, really nice time um, just having some space and, and um, different kind of rhythms. And, and actually, it's interesting because I'm looking at that conversation because I feel like what there's the opportunity to see is the pretty um, subtle or not so subtle when you get to, you know, it's kind of that thing of like as the water is still, it's not quite so subtle. But all the ways that conditioning is doing that has its attention on itself. Mm-hmm. And like the image I keep getting is it's constantly trying to rub itself up against something to make itself real. Mm-hmm. And to just um, Well, here's a really, I could seem esoteric, but the way I was playing with it today, that I would love to hear what you have to say, but, so it's sitting in the sun, so beautiful. Oh, you know that place where it's not a hot, warm day, right? No, it's not. <laughs> but directly in the sun, when I've got out of the wind, out of the wind, it's lovely, but it never gets too hot. So it's, it's kind of a river kind of thing. But there are these big, beautiful, fluffy clouds. So watch. Ah, oh, the sunshine. There comes the clouds. <laughs> Freezing cold, you know, immediately. And to watch the physiological differences, the, all of that. And I was really, I was really seeing if I could play with, where's the suffering? Or, or is there? Like, how does that? Why don't I like it? Why? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So preference, exactly. You know, the way maybe for those who have no preferences. And so, I guess the thing that was so interesting about it—this <laughs> is, I guess, the um, the practice of someone who's able to take some time to do things like this—but um, is. Really, where is that place? Because I don't think, like, the muscles act, like, the body has a reaction. But I could actually relax the reaction. I could relax the muscles when they started to get cold. And, and so it doesn't seem like, it feels like it would take an eye to come in Actually, I was going to say, I feel like it would take an eye to come in to not, not prefer the sun. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. And so I was just looking at, I'm not sure if that's it, or if it's really just a really, like, relaxing the whole thing and just watching the... Sunshine, ah, ooh, ah, ooh. Is it possible to completely disidentify from all of it? Well, and what I was wondering about as you were describing it is the difference between the experience and the experiencer. Mm-hmm. If that wasn't part of what you were, when, when, when somebody is there to take ownership of the experience. Mm -hmm. Somebody there to experience it, rather than it just being Mm -hmm. what it is. Because um, the the, the 
probably, I don't know this, but probably, if you were doing something, if you're engaged in something, uh, and the sun is there and it's warm, and then the crowd comes by and it, it, and it gets cold, you, you might not notice it. Right. Good. Great point. So, can you say more about it? Well, no. So, I mean, it, it's just that. It's, so, is it is it that is it that that is happening? What is it that that is happening, or is it that it's not that there is someone who is experiencing that? Yeah. I remember actually years ago, one of the moms talking about um, he was living down in we used to have a little trailer, you know, down there. And it was the dead of winter, and um, he was getting, you know, getting ready for bed, and got distracted by something. Like <laughs> was reading something or whatever. <laughs> he had barely anything on. It was like 25 degrees in his Armitage, and for that period of time, he didn't notice it. You know, so just yeah. It's just so. I've been looking also at wanting because I'm, I've got all these old digital recorders and so I'm hearing all these amazing recordings and um, wanting seems to come up as a theme. Um, and I heard, so some things that I've heard you say over the years about it or that I've thought I heard you say are um, like years ago talking to someone about physical exercise and basically kept saying, well, you have to want it. You know, like that kind of thing. And then I think I've also heard you say um, to people who are beginning a meditation practice, um, don't sit more until you can't stand not to. That kind of thing. Um, and um, um, well, anyway, so in the email box, I was going along and I threw a series of things, email bots and other things. I just, I saw it just flashed through with so much clarity, kind of what's required. And the first thing that the voice tried to say is, I don't really know if I want to do that. And meaning, like, couching it in that you have to want it. And almost like that's a karmic predisposition you either have or you don't have. And so what I was looking at is um, it feels like we go along in practice at the beginning and almost like we have to want it with a small W because that's all we really got at our fingertips. And then what it feels like is that at a certain point, those small W's start to get worn away, and that there's just a, um, I feel like I'm in really deep water. I have no idea what I'm attempting to start to do. I'm just holding at the point. No, and the small W's wear away. What all that's left is a W. I mean, it's something like the, well, I mean, it's funny, but that's kind of it. Well, that is how it came in, like that, like all the, all the, 